Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 106. Well, we made it. We made it through January. Welcome to February. And it was your tenacity that got you through the first month of the year. Traditionally, a tough battle in and of itself. And tenacity was our topic last week on the podcast because through tenacity, we earn the reward that is accomplishing our goals and instilling our habits. If you missed last week's podcast episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it and any of our past episodes on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com or on Spotify. As we begin the month of February, I want to spend this month discussing productivity, and in particular this week, how to increase your capacity for action. And I have a short little exercise for us to do together as well. You ready? Let's get after it. Let's make it so. January always feels a little hectic, doesn't it? We're still recovering from the holidays. We're trying to get our family life back into routine. And on a professional level, activities seem to be revving up. And on top of that, we're trying to stay focused on our own personal growth goals for the year. But let's be honest. It's easy for those goals to get pushed to the back burner. We start off strong. We wake up early. We journal. We hit the gym. We eat healthy. But then, before we know it, a few missed days turn into weeks, and suddenly it's February. And if you're anything like me, you know that there are times when we need to refocus, when we need to get re-energized, when we need to re-engage with our habits and our goals. We can pick up where we've left off. We can begin again today and make progress every single day. And increasing your capacity for action, increasing your productivity, is what I want to discuss today. And I want to share four action steps as I do. The first two, well, they'll be mostly reminders. But the second two are going to be fundamental and crucial as we make our way through this month's theme of productivity. All right, let's look at number one. Visualize a winning outcome. Do you have a vision for what you want to accomplish? If not, there's your first problem. Because having that vision is the starting point. You have to begin with the end in mind. You know, I, I love the story of the man in his late 20s who went to see his family lawyer. The young man said, I want to write my will. Yes, for sure, said the lawyer. Let's do that. What shall we write down? The young man paused for a moment and said, I wish to leave to my estate, my home, my cottage, my boat, my two cars, and my two savings accounts, each with over a million dollars in them. The lawyer paused, seemed somewhat surprised, and said to the young man in his 20s, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but that is a great deal that you have accumulated at such a young age. The young man paused and said, Well, I don't have those things now, but I will by the time I die. The young man had the right idea, didn't he? Once you have a vision of where you're going, and you imagine that winning outcome, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Number one. 
visualize a winning outcome. Here's number two. Start working. Start working. Don't wait until you know how to achieve the vision. Just start working. One of the things we love to say at Phoenix Life Coaching is, let's get after it. Let's make it so. It's not about spending time trying to figure out all the details and getting into the weeds of it all. It's time to make it so. And along the way, to adjust and to ensure that you are at your prime, that you're doing your best, that you're excelling, thriving, succeeding. Leaders have to be willing to take action in the face of uncertainty. Most people will not begin until they are prepared for one bold, certain leap. The truth, however, is that there are very few quantum leaps in life, so people waiting for them are far less productive. Success is strides, not sprints. Can I say that again? Success is strides, not sprints. Don't wait for perfection. Don't wait to know every step. Yes, be prudent, but be action-oriented. If you're willing to take one small step today that leads to 10 tomorrow and 100 the next day, you'll have a much better chance to make that leap later. All right. These next two, I want you to make special note of because we're going to come back to them during the course of this month. And I also have a special exercise for you to do. So these two are going to be important. All right. So number three, focus longer than other people. This is crucial. Focus longer than other people. Attempting one thing many times is far more productive than attempting many things one time. Yet this seems to be the strongest temptation for many leaders. I've observed leaders who spend all of their energy on many different goals rather than concentrating time, resources, and energy on one goal at a time. And the simple truth is that these people are less productive. In a world with more distractions than we've ever had, you have a great opportunity to rise to the top through discipline and focus. Do what you do when you do it best, and you will do it the longest. This is where tools like time blocking, tomorrow begins the night before, become crucial. And we teach these. We teach these because they are fundamental to making sure that you're able to focus longer than other people. And there we have one of the ingredients to the secret sauce of success. If you want to learn more about these two tools, time blocking and tomorrow begins the night before, just reach out through our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. Let's see if I can help. All right, let's look at number four. Just to recap, number one, visualize a winning outcome. Number two, start working. Number three, focus longer than other people. And here's number four, constantly reevaluate. The most productive leaders are always working to find better ways of doing things. And in turn, what they do constantly improves. With all of my clients, we begin our sessions discussing wins, woes, and wants of the past week using 
our Make It So journal. Why? Because if you don't understand your downhill habits, you will never understand how to create and form habits to get you uphill. Can I say that again? Because if you don't understand your downhill habits, you will never understand how to create and form habits to get you uphill. Often, our habits can become handcuffs. They are what is keeping us from where we want to go. If you possess the humility and the desire to form and to constantly reevaluate the habits that you have, then you will get to where you want to go. You know, I had dinner with a friend a few nights ago. We were talking about something very simple, the wording of a document. And it was a simple change, but it would make a, a great difference in tone. And during the discussion, I was taken not just by whether or not he would make the change, which I think he will, but by his willingness to even consider and learn a new way. He's a talented person. He's accomplished and recognized. But he was willing to reevaluate. And because of that, his runway of success is going to be long. I know it. All right. I promised you a short little exercise. So let's get practical. I want to encourage you to grab a sheet of paper and a pen. And it's really important that you are honest with yourself during this exercise. I'm going to ask you three questions. Here's the first one. How would you describe your vision for an ideal future? And describe it in as much detail as possible. Number two, what are the current downhill habits in your life that are robbing you of that ideal future? Take your time. Write them down. Here's number three. What uphill habits do you need to cultivate to replace the downhill ones? You know, I believe that if you take a look at those three questions, which we're going to put in the podcast notes, by the way, I believe that if you put them into practice, that you're going to become more productive. Because here's the harsh reality. The longer you wait, the further your competition will be ahead of you and the more distant your goals will become and the more entrenched your downhill habits become. So what are you waiting for? Visualize a winning outcome. Start working. Focus longer than other people. Constantly re-evaluate. If you want some help in answering those three questions as we continue to make our way through productivity this month, then get in touch with me. Use the link in our podcast notes. A short little 30-minute complimentary consultation can make the difference. And it's never too early. And certainly it's not too late to start a new strategy personally and professionally to be able to lead with confidence and grow in clarity because great leaders don't grow alone. So give it a good think. Next week, we're going to continue to discuss productivity and I can't wait to share with you this month's guest. All right, until we get together again next week, 
Start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.